The following is pre-recorded and edited severely for broadcast. Opinions presented are not necessarily those of the media outlet in which you are hearing this, but we can hope. Hello everyone, ladies and gentlemen, all around the world. Stay tuned. We are taking over your airwaves in three, two, one. conservative talk show host the left hates romeo hill on the romeo show and it all starts now it's time to crank it up hey what's up everybody welcome to the romeo show i if you guys were just catching my live um this is the romeo show check us out at rightwingmedia.net and facebook rightwingmedia.net um it's an awesome place there is no such thing as well fake news for us because we are not fake news we are true blue news and i am your host romeo the most hated conservative constitutionalist republican that the right or excuse me the left hate the right love doesn't that sound like something biden would say what is up mindy joined us saying howdy hi mindy hope you're having a good evening so what was i going to talk about oh yeah so first thing first, if you guys haven't caught my last live, that was, what, a few minutes ago, I think it was? Yeah, a few minutes ago. If you guys haven't checked out my live, um, I talked about how I got banned, excuse me, on TikTok. Awesome. Well, not technically banned, but I got into a almost debate. I was trying to debate some liberals. If you haven't seen that little video, go check out that live. It's not really a video. It's a live, but you know what I mean. Same thing. So three people in here. Welcome for anybody that wants to join us. I will be posting real quick here. Copy. Hey, Greg, you finally joined, buddy. I am doing fantastic. How are you doing, my dude? Anybody that wants to join, come on up and you are part of the conversation. Again, the only few things we ask of you is please watch your language watch your language because if if you are saying some really nasty nasty stuff then yeah we can't have you on here so just please watch what you say that's all we really ask of you is if you want to come up just play nice all right oh thank you greg is one of our new subscribers on here if you guys haven't go check out his channel um you have to excuse me i'm eating beef and Broccoli that looks like chuffed up uh, baby. But it's good, I guess, nevertheless. It's food. Oh, Mindy, you were saying in the video you had wanted to uh, join the conversation because you had something to say. And while I'm eating, go ahead. The floor is yours. Well, kind of two different topics. Okay. One kind of involves something that happened to me personally today. One is something that I've been thinking about for a while. Start with the big one. The in your in your live earlier you know we were kind of talking about the whole racism thing mm-hmm. and you know who it exists for and who it doesn't i okay. and i want your want your opinion on this because you know i i see kind of both sides of the coin i 
hardwired here. I I have been seeing a lot of not only videos that people make, but you know, news clip videos on all sorts of different social media about a particular group of people in society these days that for all intents and purposes we'll call um Kim's and Karen. Okay. Richard and Karen's, yep. Um that okay, say for example, a crime is committed, whether it be a big one or a small one. Okay. And when the authorities show up, not only is there a person of color there that is okay. a suspect, but there's also a white person. This particular group of people seem to have a really bad habit uh, in these videos and news clips that I've been watching of pointing the finger and saying, you know, pointing the finger at the person of color and being like, well, just look at them. You can tell that they're a criminal. They had to be the ones that do it. Hmm. And, you know, we were talking about we were talking about crime and, you know, like black, black on black or white on black or black on white or however it may be. And, you know. I can see that. I can see your point of view. Mm-hmm. But you also see a lot, like, for instance, the federal prison here in my state. Okay. The, major- the majority of the popula- the general population is people of color because they're automatically the ones that the fingers get pointed at, whether they be guilty or whether they be innocent and wrongly accused. The okay. majority of the population is people of color. And and can you explain to me how, in your view, that is what you are saying is happening? Because from a point of view, you can take one side and then one side can be twisted when you have another point of view. Like, for instance, I guess we could say the cops body cam. Nowadays, most cops, I don't know what states require it, what don't. Pardon me. Excuse me. Pardon me. But what states require it, what states don't require it. But a lot of these videos you're kind of mentioning, and I'm going to let you continue. And I'm sorry, I just had to pick these parts so that I'm not getting clustered, mind boggled with all your questions here. Oh, no, but the, the first one I will break down to you. The Richard and Karen's. You see a lot of these videos where the Karen's kind of going off and, and just really wreaking havoc of the store manager, the even employees or just other shoppers what fails to happen is that these little clips only kind of give you a 10 a few minute preview of what technically is going on but on the other spectrum we aren't seeing the full picture of what happened from start to finish which was the karen in the right or was the richard in the wrong we don't know these things because we hear a lot of these things happening, then we we instantly take the fact of, oh, that's a Karen. But do we honestly 100% know in the perspective that was the store owner possibly or plausibly in the wrong? What is up, Kentucky Dipman in the house? What up, brother? How you doing, man? Hope your day's going good, Kentucky. Anyway. Going back to what you're saying, Mindy, you do have a validated point of the Karens and the Richards, but again, keep an open mind that a lot of these videos are just kind of a one-side interpretation. Unless you see videos of the uh, other side, hold on, Brandon, I'll let you up here in a sec, all right, man? We're 
we're having to look at this point of view as a one side perspective. So we're only seeing one side of the coin. But what in actuality could be happening is something completely, totally the opposite of what's happening. And it just becomes what we would call the clout click chase. Now, your question towards you seeing whether I believe that more black people just because you're in a possible plausible small county or whatever is getting chased by white cops more than blacks. I honestly remember a lot of times in my life as a white male, I have had arrests, been arrested but never charged because the cops were trying to incriminate me because I was recording them, which was my every legal right. Mm -hmm. Now let's not say I, I might have to back myself out of this corner and say, okay, it's not plausible, but it's probably not very highly likely on a high spectrum because if we look at the, the crime rates, black on black crime is higher than white on black crime. So it, it, it is kind of plausible, maybe if like you're in a small county, maybe, but I don't know the whole all going spectrum of what's really going on. And if you, any of you guys in my comment section here in Echo, please let me know because I need to deal with this so that Scott can have a good audio tone today. I don't need to have this show scrapped again. But going back before we let Brandon up here, I do want to thank you for taking the time to talk to me. But what was your other points? No, no, that's fine. Um, my my question with that it with that topic is I see it as a, as a stereotype. You know, okay. there for um, what there what are those groups of people that automatically assume your skin's a different color than mine. So automatically you're a criminal, you're a bad guy. And no, that should not be justified. You can't justify a person based on the color of their skin for possibly potentially being the most criminal based society. I but, totally agree. But there are things that are called department of justice and the, FBI that have statistics of what crime base goes higher than other crime rates. So to put it in your perspective, I think it is wrong that somebody would say, oh, look at these white people over here. They must be selling methamphetamine because they're white. Yes, it's wrong. That is racial and racist, nevertheless. But at the same time, you know, racism does happen. But I don't think that it is possible that at a high rate, in my opinion, in my own opinion, I, I think there might be some version of racism against them going on, but not like what the media is portraying it as. The media is blowing this up to be out of proportion. They're blowing it way out of proportion just so that they can indoctrinate people my my main question was is with the group of small-minded people that believe that they are right what can we as a society that disagree with them do to help them see a better way that is a very good question and for me to to answer your question Minnie, that is a very hard one because the problem is in order to correct and have a correct, obedient answer, like a very good answer that would benefit for both parties. We both have to take the time to sit down, listen to each other, and listen to each other. 
one side may say, well, look, black lives matter. You got another side saying all lives matter. Okay. So in a very short wording, when black lives matter says BLM, yes, the protesters do not really mean what it means. But in actuality, when you say, yeah, black lives do matter, but so do all lives matter, then they get twisted. The problem with that is we would have to find a way to stop the media narrative to break down the media and and correct the situation, not just by media presence, but by the fact of teaching people what really was going on in today's society to understand the betterness that instead of being bitter between each other and fighting against each other, go hand to hand with each other and say, you know what, my life is not more important than your life. Your life is not more important than my life. We're equal. We have the same blood. We bleed the same. We believe, you know, maybe differently, but all in all, we're a human being and we exist and should coexist together. Instead of putting our differences forth, we should put those in the back burner and talk about what do we need to do for each other to combat against these racist thoughts that are being portrayed in in media and especially in today's younger generation. How do we combat it? There's a bigger question is how do we combat it? Because right now we can't combat it. And here's why. We are trying to combat it, but it's being swiped down by the liberal media, and it's not going to work very well. But to get back to your question, I think how we should do this is have a conversation. Understand that we can coexist in one room without trying to beat each other's brains out, without being mean to each other, without hurting each other's feelings or being microaggressive or projecting your aggression towards me or me projecting my aggression towards you, sit down, have a conversation and say, look, your life matters. Yes. My life matters. Yes. So where do you not feel like your life matters? And what's, what is it that we need to talk about that we should bring to our government's attention? Because it, it's going to have to start from small to big. And BLM right now, with the fact that they're going the way they are about black communities, that doesn't help them. I agree that black communities should have their you know attention put towards because, yeah, they do matter just like us, but they aren't higher than anybody else. So their attention shouldn't be the highest. But they should have the same equal rights and the same thing that you and I and everybody else has. Therefore, with that being said, it's about having an open conversation with your fellow black community and say, how do you feel about what is going on today? And listen to them. And if you have to bring statistics, bring the facts that yes, black people are not all bad. Not all white people are bad. Not all Latinos are bad. But have a conversation with them. Then again would come the other question. How do we stop gang violence? How do we stop people from joining gangs? How do we break down the gang community so that they're not portraying people that are 
possibly like people of color that are in that community as portraying them as bad people by arresting them, putting them in jail, prosecuting them to the fullest of 10th law. And then guess what? Then we take away the media's narrative of looking at the community as a bad group, putting in the community numbers as black people have done a lot in their lives. They are out there succeeding every day in their own normal lives. So I guess, obviously, when you put truth over the lies, then you get a little bit more attention. Yes, you're going to get some hate out of it. Like Trump has said truthful things and he got a lot of hate for it. You got to take away the bad things, delete the gang violence, delete the black market. But unfortunately, that is not plausible or possible. Does that kind of answer your questions? Anything else that you would maybe possibly like to bring to the table? Actually, I have a question. Go ahead. I'm always open for a question. Do you believe, and, and this is something that I I struggle with because I don't like throwing this card out in people's faces. Do you mm-hmm. think that there is ever a good time or a proper time to holler discrimination? I had three separate instances today that that I dealt with personally that make me question my my own beliefs sometimes. Well, I'm struggling with it. I will have to say it depends on the circumstances and the situation at hand. For instance, I guess maybe because let's say if somebody is handicapped and not able to walk properly and because that environment is not well set up for people of that, then I wouldn't say that's more discrimination. It's just the fact that they probably are not able to have somebody with that problem because they aren't equipped or well able to help that person in certain situations that maybe another store or another environment would offer a little bit better of, which kind of does happen i mean discrimination does happen i'm sure but if if you're asking me like for instance like if somebody said well we can't hire you because you're a woman then yeah that's discriminatory but if it's for a job and it depends on the situation it depends on really how you look at it if it's because and you have to kind of take a good look at at it too as well in your own viewpoints Kind of take a step back and take a breath and and take a look at it and say, maybe it's not discrimination. Maybe it's just because they aren't able to handle it. There, look up the word discrimination and you can see what that word means. Mm-hmm. I think that the word discrimination has been thrown around a lot lately. Oh, yeah. And it's being used too much. And when somebody starts screaming, oh, that's, that's um, just bad. It's discrimination. They're making it bad because when a lot of people start doing that, then nobody's going to believe anybody. Everybody's just going to believe that everybody's crying wolf about it. Yep. There is a time and a place to call it, but take a back seat and look at what you're saying as what you think is discriminatory, but possibly may not be it. Or if it is discriminatory, find out you know the situation and how you can present yourself to fight against that in in court or however you see fit 
uh, hopefully in court, nothing else. I mean, and I'm no lawyer here. So I'm just a mere journalist. So I I can't offer you any court advice or any lawyer advice. Right. But take a back seat, look at what is going on and look at it and say to yourself, is this plausible that maybe it's because of a situation that they're not equipped for? And maybe it's better that I'm not there. Because if they're equipped, then there could be possible, you know, injuries or lawsuits that could happen. And especially if you get hurt and they're ill-equipped to handle people, then that's just setting them up to fail. And they don't want to fail. And they they want to, you know, have that ability to be able to make their money but not get sued a lot. Yeah. So I do appreciate, Mindy. and. Are you going to stick around? Absolutely. All right, Mindy, I'm going to have to take another call. But again, if you got any more questions or comments or anything, come on up. And thank you for joining, Mindy. No Thank problem. you so Thanks much. for having me. Hey, you're welcome. Hey, what's up, Kentucky Deppman? How you doing, bro? Nothing much. So what, what's your question or comment that you have? About what you said earlier about where you was on TikTok, it seems like some people anymore just have the mindset of like a two-year-old almost ain't that the truth brother that's not far from the truth (laughs) and it's sad but it's true kentucky you've had your fair share let's be honest here you've had your fair share of trial and errors with social media so you're like me You're, you're you've already kind of got through some of the uh the quirks of understanding how to deal with it but the problem is it's not going to go away. That's the bigger thing. Sure. It's no matter how many times we think that these two-year-olds might get the lollipop out of the cloud, that lollipop ain't coming down. That lollipop's staying up. Or if you get big on social media, then here comes somebody like Johnny. Well, we can't name that person, but yeah, you know exactly what I mean. Yeah, it's somebody who is... On social media, that clout chases, yeah, that's common. That's a common thing that happens. And I think a lot of it is, like I was telling Mindy, media, YouTube, TVs, newspaper, well, not even newspaper, but news articles, all of those have a big, 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 big influence on social media. So they're going to play a big part in people's lives, brainwashing them. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And see, my grandma's husband, he still got a flip phone. He didn't have internet until just last year when they got a trailer together. See, and that that's weird how people, you know, like many YouTubers like me, I I started out in Kentucky. You probably remember when I started, not to toot my own horn. About five years ago. Five years ago. So we're about five years old right now. Our channel is five years old. My channel, five years old. And still going. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I'm sure I've had a lot of people watch me that are liberal and that don't appreciate what I say. But granted, it is what it is. But for them to get hurt and try to mass report, that's a little bit kind of, I guess you could call it, on the cancel culture side, which I do not agree with cancel culture. I think cancel culture should be canceled all by itself. Exactly. But, hey, you and know what? what? Everybody, down in the chats right now, hashtag cancel, cancel culture. Hit that, y'all. We got to do it right here, right now. We got to get rid of cancel culture. What got me back into doing uh, 
YouTube and StreamYards is where my mama quit doing the paper route. Oh, they've shoot. Been, they've been doing a paper route for over 10 years. And mm-hmm. like you said, I was basically raised around news and journal- journalism. The more you know, right? The more I know you, you don't know. this brand, but I had to bring it up for just a second. Bobby Stokers is probably in his 70s. I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. But anyway, let, let, let's roll back into the politics here. I, I'm sorry. I know you guys like talking about my dip tobacco stuff, but, you know, we're live on rightwingmedia.net, so we got to get back on politics. But what you're saying is honestly true. TikTok has become a parasite for these infested libtards. And a lot of Trump supporters, I quite a few of them I see are on there, but these liberals start really trying to follow. I don't know whether it's, I, I guess, what do you call it, a, an infatuation with the Trump supporters or the Republicans or conservatives or whatever, but it, it feels like they have an infatuation with them or with us. And they're infatuated with trying to make our lives so more miserable. Why would you want to make our lives miserable when yours is already miserable and we don't want to be part of your miserable life? Why pull us into that? And your answer should be, well, we you shouldn't. You shouldn't. And that's why I'm not on TikTok. And Miles, would you like to come up and, and talk to me about that? I, I would love to have a debate with you. Please come on up and, and talk to me about this, Miles. I would like to know why you think guns should be banned. And it's okay, Miles. I'm not going to – you don't have to show your face. You can turn your camera off, and you can still talk to me. I'll be fine with that. But please, I want to hear you, Miles. Well, can I say one last thing before you kick me down? Or you're about to Go ahead. Miles Go ahead. Even the Amish have guns. Technically, I mean, if the Amish have it, then guess what? Good for them. They, they should have them. But, Miles, I would like to talk to you, bro. I mean, if you would like to have a decent conversation about it, let's talk about it. Because I think this would be a good conversation point that you may agree with Trump, but you hate guns. And this is something I would like to talk to you about. And I think it's something that should be talked about because a lot of people will not understand what your viewpoint is. So if you want you know, to help make your viewpoints clearer, Come on up, talk to me. I want to hear you, and I want to know what you think and why you think this way. So at least in that way, I'm more understanding, and we can all get a sense of why you think this way, if you would like to. If not, then that's okay, but we we really want to hear you out. Make it fair for you. And yeah, so I, I don't know how how social media really could not be a bigger influence. True. And guess what? We got Wheels Dipper on here. Oh, no. I K Kentucky. Anyway, Kentucky, before we go, do you have anything else to say? All I got to say, I've tried to be on the stream yards, but I only stayed on there for about a day or two. I know. Hey, stick around, Kentucky. We will have you back. Thank you for joining us, Kentucky. Well, I got to bring up one of my buddies, one of my old, I, I don't know what you what you would call this guy, a a uh, whack, a quack. Well, I mean, he's not a duck. Uh-oh. Your thing's moving around, wheels. Brandon, what Hello. is up, dude? Up? How you doing, my friend? I saw you packing a big old ham hock right when I was catching you coming up, bro. 
What you be yeah. dipping on, Bubba? Don't let Will see that. He's going to go bananas over that. Will's is going to go absolutely bananas, and he'll call you a cheap dipper. Uh, Miles, how will that lessen the mass shooting? You're taking, you got to remember, Miles, if you're, sorry, Brandon, didn't mean to bring you up and then have Miles pop on here and, and say what he said. Um, Miles, when you say that it will stop mass shooting, do you recognize that most of the guns are not assault rifles? Because most of the guns that are very dangerous are what the military use. What we have is basically the drummed down version of what the civilians are able or allowed to own. And let alone, you are not able to get the rifles like the military have. I mean, probably could. I don't know. But God only knows if you could. If you guys are dipping, pack, pack a dip with me. Hashtag Romeo's dip squad i think that's what we should start nicknaming ourselves dip squad romeo's dip squad i'm joe biden i can't even coherently say anything thanks brandon that made me mess up man well um cigarettes cost cancer exactly but miles how would that reduce mass shooting when in actuality the mass shooting is happening because of black market weapons can you explain that one to me miles please if you would like to explain that to me that'd be fine but i i don't know how you're going to explain that one i don't see how you can explain that one but i i'd love for you to explain that one to me romeo dip squad yeah that's that's exactly what we are so can you explain miles hmm so what what's your thought brandon what go ahead What did you want to come up here and talk uh, to me about? The world is coming in about school shootings, killing kids. Yeah, it, it, it's bad. Mindy says, so glad you like the idea, Romeo. I love it. Romeo's Dip Squad. R- RDS. We'll just put RDS on there. Instead of putting the whole thing on there, hashtag RDS. Because we already know what we mean. So when one of you guys hashtags RDS, I already got you guys. I already figured you guys were. I already know what you guys are saying. I love that I, idea. I, I didn't know. I didn't know I could show my dip on streams. Hmm. But you were saying, Brandon, though the world's going to end. You are probably not far off from being right. I mean, this world has. Man, we've seen a lot of presidents come and go, right, mm-hmm. through our century of our lives, plus our ancestors. Our ancestors and our own lives. And that's the idea. And thanks to Mindy for getting that idea. That was Mindy's idea. She came mm-hmm. up with that. Yep. Um, we've seen a lot of presidents come and go, right? So here's the mm-hmm. thing, though. Why? Wow, people want to shoot. I don't want to stand. Well, you know what? What probably would be a very good question, Brandon. That, to be honest with you, buddy. That's a question I don't know if we will ever figure out why. Because this yeah. world is just going downhill. I'm not meaning to scare everybody and say, oh, yeah, we're all just having to run for our lives and buy all the freaking baby food and toilet paper off the shelves. No, I'm not telling you to go do that. But what I'm saying is we need to be prepared, like stock up on food and necessities. Because I know a lot of preppers, videos that I've seen, they are way ahead of everyone else. And when the world goes to hack and handbasket, guess what? They're ready. And the problem, I think, with the shooting, Brendan, part of it 
Mm-hmm. It's just people, just idiots who don't know yeah. how to use a freaking gun or any weapon of that nature, whether it's an AR-15, whether it's a pistol, whether it's a shotgun, whether it's a maybe a toilet plunger that 22. shoots. Yeah, a little toilet plunger that shoots 22s. There are people that should not own guns. I don't agree with banning guns, but I believe that what we should do is, yeah, maybe have more of a thing with it where, you know, we teach at, if you're going to get trained to carry, whether it's concealed, non-concealed, guess what? You should have the proper training by a teacher that can teach you what not to do, how to store your weapon mm-hmm. when not in use. And then what then should possibly maybe a good idea. I don't know. Just this is kind of a joke idea, but an idea where you should get what's called a dummy gun, right? So a dummy mm-hmm. gun is where you will be trained with it every day, whether or not you're armed with it. So when you go there, to your instruction teacher, if it's holstered correctly, if everything looks like it's correct, then that's part of your training. I think better training would be more sufficient, but it's not the training problem that we're having. It's more the people of stupid people getting a hold of it, which we can't help, really. I mean, yeah, we can help it, but I don't know what much more we can honestly do. Because if you're not a convicted felon, and if you're legal here, and you go through the proper training, you can own a handgun. You can own an AR-15 with 30 rounds. You can own a 12-gauge. You can own a 22. You know, what was the saying? The guns don't hurt people. It's the person that pulls the trigger or points it at the person and pulls the trigger that does the damage that can hurt the person. The gun's the one that can't be blamed. You can't blame guns for what the person holding the weapon is doing. You can't blame that on the weapon. You got to blame it on a stupid person pointing the weapon and pulling the trigger. You know, it's the matter of how much training have you had and how did you get your gun? Because another problem I just mentioned with Mindy was the black market also being part of the problem. They're right there, Brandon is a problem that I don't think can be solved, but it, it can be slowed down a whole bunch with, you know, more FBI, more police officers watching the market, watching trades on the black market, you know, having people like the government watching the black market moving, it might scare the black market down a little bit. But honestly, you know, if you're trained and you have a license and you go out and shoot somebody deliberately for no apparent reason, then you right there should be arrested and no longer own a gun. It's mm-hmm. just the fact that people are stupid nowadays. And and I I had to probably say this with, you know, with as much as I hate to say it, but, you know, if you're going to be a gun owner and you know damn well that you are carrying or whether it's concealed, non-concealed, or whatever, you darn well know that it's your due diligence to make sure that you are properly doing your job with that weapon and you're not hurting somebody unless there's a threat that is hurting somebody else or unless you have to defend yourself. For a need to defend yourself 
then that's cause for using oh, deadly force. If deadly force does not be needed right, right. to be used, then don't use it. Just like cops. People with guns need to be trained like cops do with weapons, honestly. Because, mm-hmm. yes, deadly shootings are the worst numbers that are, are peaking right now, besides racism. But it's not just ignorant people, Mindy. It's people that don't know how to use a gun properly or that have been trained are just being stupid. They just wanted to go through the course to be using guns, to think they're cool. They're part of the second A club, and that's wrong. But, Brandon, do you have anything else you would like to ask or talk about? No way. That's for the guns that target. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, no person should have a gun pointed at them unless it's unless they are mm-hmm. needing self-defense. No gun should be used by means. If mm-hmm. you can take a situation that may have escalated from okay to bad without using a gun, then fine. And I know I'm going to sound like a liberal here with this, but let's be honest. Cops have tasers. How many times do you think they had to use a gun? Probably not very often. More times than not, you're going to find out that they probably use their tasers a little bit more than they do the gun. The only time they've used their mm-hmm. guns is when they necessarily had to or on the field when they're target practicing. Mindy or anybody else, do you guys want to come up and talk? Or unless Brandon's got something else, I mean, you can ask me anything. Will, you can. Will. This is a political show. If you got something political that you've been bottling up in your chest and you want to finally say it, say it. As long as it's not going to get me shut down or right-wing media shut down, then fine, go ahead, have at it. Gotta remember, respect is everything. Brandon also came up and brought up some good points, and, you know, a lot of you guys have brought up good points, but there's a lot of questions out there that can't, we just probably can't answer right now at this time, because it's really, really freaking difficult to answer these questions. And to answer them, we would have to do something. And I don't know what, but something. So, Brandon, are you going to stick around mm-hmm. and watch the show? All right, Brandon, Mindy would like to come up, but I do want to thank you. And if you got something to contribute, then come on up, buddy, and contribute all you like. I always appreciate having you, Brandon. Hope to see you mm-hmm. soon. And Brandon, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. Mindy, would you like to come up? Because, Mindy, I know you had a couple of things you wanted to mention before we got interrupted with so many calls and just so many people right now. On the gun issue. Okay. You know, everybody's got their opinion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I kind of stated mine that I don't see it as a gun problem. I see it as a people problem. Right. My brother, as you know, because I've discussed mm-hmm. this with you, has been... Yep. Uh, a law enforcement officer for several years now, off, off and on. He's a Leo. Yes. And I come from a Leo family. I've had mm-hmm. several family members that have been Leos. And that's and, good. And he's, you know, he's still a young pup, what I consider a young pup. But he's been at it several years off and on. In his career, and granted, he lives in a small county. So, you know, big cities are going to be different. I I get that because crime rates higher, blah, 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 the list goes on. He has only had to draw his gun Uh on a suspect during a chase one time in his whole entire career. Yeah. He's had to use non-lethal force. Multiple times. Multiple times. More than I can count. And 
that one time that he had to draw his weapon, he didn't end up having to use it. It was the simple sight of a law enforcement officer pointing his weapon at this individual and telling him to stop that actually he he got smart and he stopped. And then they used non-lethal force to subdue him so that they could get a hold of him because he was, to put it nicely, he was not in his right mind at the time. Of course. You could probably know where I'm going with that. Yeah. So what's your question? Well, besides limiting or finding a way to limit the black market, Mm -hmm. in your opinion, what else can be done to limit the bad events that take place? I say better gun training. And I think maybe a little bit more of a scrutinized check might be a little bit sufficient. I'm I'm not going to say that it's going to be 100% accurate or 100% better, but I think like maybe checking to see if this person has, that is wanting to, uh, yeah, better background checks would help. Like Scott just said, uh, making sure that this person has no, any mental issues, whether it's health wise or possibly a threat to the civilian and the public around him or her raising age maybe might be a good thing to 21 yeah but you know scott again you know how that's gonna go right that, that's not gonna do much but i mean some of these little tiny things like this would be definitely sufficient in my point of view but the gun laws are kind of already becoming very i guess impeded in the right wing side of viewpoint. So they don't want more distractions or more of any laws that would stop them or deter them. But I think definitely better background checks, maybe a little bit on the age limitations and maybe more qualifications. Like instead of just being a one day training, you would have to go through, like I said before, a few weeks with the dummy gun Mm -hmm. train with the dummy gun. And definitely mental health checks would be sufficient, too. And it's not something that we've not seen before, but we definitely know that people in some states have more of a health crisis than other states. Scott said the problem with checking for mental health issue raises the question of who would do it and does this put the government in charge of psych check? Um, it wouldn't be more, I don't think the government would be needing to be in charge of it. I think it would be the people that are doing the gun tests, maybe testing people to get a permit more or less than the government, because we already know the government can't do anything. And Scott, please come on up, Scott. I I want to talk to you about this too, because Scott does bring in some very good points. Well, and that's the thing is that For me, I would say we don't need funds. We just need to make it part of the gun check. Like if you're going to own a gun, then that should be part of the qualification right there, that they should be doing the checks. If they see mental health situations like possible uh, suicide or, you know, ever been a menace to society, if that comes up before you get gun trained, then they can't train you. And I I do kind of like the... Scott, where, you should come up, bro. Where, where, my, where my brother is, mm-hmm. um, they have a program where they go to the school. Yeah. And not just the grade school, but the high school and the, and, and the middle school as well. 
Yeah. Um, and they provide education on guns, the different types of guns, mm-hmm. you know, what they used to be used for, what some people still use yeah. them for, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. And my thought is, and I actually brought this up to my brother, is, you know, don't just make it for the kids. If you're going to have one of these meetings with the kids to schools, bring in the parents, bring in the faculty, bring in the community, make it a whole community education process mm-hmm. of the right and the wrong of owning a gun or using a gun. and Exactly. And, and he liked the idea and he's going to take it to his, the city council where he lives and see if they can implement that. And I also, sorry, I also believe what you're saying is good. It, it could definitely be fun, fundamental for teachers and faculty, but also for faculty as well, if they are able to have a license, then faculty should be able to carry in my opinion, because protection of their themselves and their students. Not just that, but including the whole entire faculty. Yeah. And we've seen a mass amount of gun shooting violence within day for day for day, which you know kind of does beg the bigger question of how can we prevent these things? It's not the fact of getting rid of guns that would be the better thing for me. It's arming people who know how to use them. And utilize them as a tool, then use them for the wrongdoing and go to jail for that. Instead, they would have that tool, that necessity that they need to prevent that. Yes. Because in my viewpoint, as seen it, if you can bring somebody with a faculty with a weapon and that knows how to do it and is would not be afraid to use it, I could see the school shootings probably going down a few bit few bits and pieces and coming to a point where it's going to crumble away to none. Yes. If any to none, but that comes again with training, proper procedure, teaching staff and faculty right ways and wrong ways and how to do it. And if faculty are going to carry, then what will faculty need to do in order to make teachers and parents that are not comfortable with it, more comfortable, which would then go into another subject of concealed weapon carrying, which if for, I know you're a Leo kid and I know you know a lot of what I'm going to say, but Mm -hmm. for those who don't understand, concealed means it's concealed. You can't see it. If it's unconcealed weapon or a weapon that is being able to be brandished, that's going to make people feel uncomfortable. So for faculty to have these tools, definitely to make people feel comfortable about not seeing it. Sure. That's why it's called conceal. I agree with the second A. As long as you can conceal that weapon and you are not playing with it, messing with it, brandishing it or showing it off, then you should be fine. Yep. And for that reason, I think we will see the shootings crumble in school shootings. And Hopefully, rightfully so, but it's just a lot of problems that we are going to have to face with. Yeah, we are going to have to make people kind of, especially people who don't like guns, a little bit uncomfortable. And it's not that we want to make them uncomfortable. It's just 
that we don't want more problems in schools or in public viewpoints, but we need people to start like Texas, start carrying, being able to openly or concealed carry with then, you know, that's our given rights. So we can't have our rights infringed, but in order to have a right you have to not, I wouldn't say qualify, but for this one, I am going to use the word qualify because it does put good merit to what I'm just saying and what you're saying too as well, that people should be trained for it. I agree. Yes. If a college student has a second amendment right to carry, maybe not really for the students, but more for the faculties. Yeah. Scott says open carrying advocates will hate some of what you are proposing. Plus, it's not established open carries who generally commit these crimes. Exactly. But, Scott, I, I know a lot of uh, open carry advocates will hate me for this, but it, it has to be something has to be done. There has to be a line that gets drawn between right to wrong. And how are we going to deal with this? You're right. There's not a lot of open carrying shooting or concealed these crimes, but open carriers are the more possible plausible ones to commit the crime. But the ones that are concealed, they're not going to know the person that's open carrying is not going to know whether the person has or does not have a weapon. Right. If you can be fast enough to, you know, if your gun's on your hip and you're fast enough and you're able to do this and point it right to where you want it to go and you can tell that person drop the gun or it will not be a very good day for you, nine out of 10, either that person might think about, okay, I should drop it or that person's going to be dumb enough to play the FAFO game, which Mm -hmm. they're going to find out very quickly does not end well for them. So yeah, people with weapons, especially faculty, need to be trained better but do need to be on site. We don't need to, to ruin our gun rights. Putting implementing more gun rules is just going to kill us and just make us go nuts because then at this point, why own a gun legally? Because if you put more gun rights, the gun activists and the people are all for second A are going to go nuts and say, well, there's a big taxation on this or whatever's happening is happening. So why should we... You know, they're going to get mad about this. So there should be something done where it is done legally and nothing should be done illegally. Now, I'm not saying do anything illegal, do anything stupid, but I'm saying do your research if you're going to carry a weapon. Because at this point in time in life, your weapon might become your best friend in any situation, especially if you're out in public like today. Yeah. And, you know, this kind of ties into my topic from earlier and and this one. Recently, we had a class here in town. Every once in a while, they offer classes to uh-huh. um, get certified in gun safety and get a um, either open carry or concealed carry mm-hmm. permit. Mm-hmm. I tried to sign up for this class because I have my reasons why I feel like I should be able to carry for self, what I call self-protection. Uh-huh. I was denied access to the class because I was told by the officer that were conducting this particular class uh-huh. that owning and operating a firearm is unsafe and unnecessary for someone, as they put it, in my condition. And what is that supposed to incline? Did they give you a reason? Because legally, unless you are either, A, you have mental health issues, 
or a convicted felon, then you should be eligible and obligated. Or if you feel obligated that you want to carry, then by all means, if you don't have any of the things that do not disqualify you for that situation, you should be able to carry. Their reasoning, because I point blank asked them, I was like, okay, why why are you saying this? And for for those of your viewers and subscribers don't know, I am in a wheelchair. I am a paraplegic. Okay. okay. And? These particular people that were conducting this class said that because I cannot stand up, I cannot properly, correctly... Uh use a firearm so it would be unsafe for me to even try to learn because it would hurt me more than it would help i got very angry that day so and scott just made a good point so the government is now deciding the physical disability people can't protect themselves i would write or contact the captain or higher ups of your department and ask them Maybe file a complaint against that officer if you can remember that officer's name and badge number. File a complaint against him and say under what section, which I don't think there is a section that exists that says that it is exempts people from being in a wheelchair to be able to own a firearm or own a weapon on person that would make them be more dangerous than people standing up and if they and if he says none or something then say under second amendment rules there is no governed law that says that people in wheelchairs are exempt so therefore you are breaking constitutional laws which can then again you could sue that department and for that would be discrimination that would be exactly one point of discrimination because i i asked my brother about it because i was angry he, and i'm sure uh, he was too oh he was livid he said he said okay the only point it is arbitrarily discriminatory it is he said the only point that he can make even remotely in their defense is the fact that from a person who's standing up and mm-hmm. a person, if, if there's a person that is standing up and a person that is sitting down and they're looking at the exact same target and trying to aim for that same target, the person sitting down, their line of sight is going to be different. So it needs to be modified. Um, depends on what weapon. If you're using a handgun, you, you don't have to aim low. You can automatically go high like this with handgun. Yeah, if you're using for say like a 44 Magnum, which is gonna, if you're using a handgun with a big amount of kickback, then I can see where their conclusion can come to. But you're not gonna own like a a freaking 44 Magnum or a hand cannon, as you would call it. Yeah, those would be considered hand cannon, which more or less, yeah, you would not want to own because of your position. Yeah, but. Again, arbitrarily, it is discriminatory, so therefore your brother should know that modifying doesn't need to happen, really, technically. I I wouldn't, and I'm only saying this as, I'm not a Leo, but I'm just saying this as, I've sat down with a pistol, and shot a pistol, sitting down, with no problems, and I was on target. Yeah, I missed a few times, 
but I was able to hit the target. Basically what he was getting at, he said, I'm not defending them at all because they were wrong completely. They are. But he he said that it would just need to be somebody would have to take a little bit extra time and, as he put it, get on my level and show me the proper way to do it from a sitting position where, you know, maybe mm-hmm. the backrest of my chair or the armrests of my chairs would get in the way where a standing person doesn't have those blockades. And he yeah. said it just takes a little bit of extra time and effort. And he said, apparently, those guys were not willing to put in that extra little bit of work. They felt like it was a waste of their time. So, and he was not very happy. And yeah. Well, for what it's worth, yeah, they're going to have to take a little bit of extra time. But to honestly be truthful with you, I don't think that little extra time out of their day is going to really hurt them none. It's yeah. just honestly, what it might be able to do is give them a different POV. And what I mean by POV is point of view. Exactly. So instead of having it just where they're training only people standing, they can also be able to be able to train with people who are in wheelchairs, being able to use them and utilize them as tools. Scott Hum said, quick search of Google does not mention handicapped people not being able to have slash use guns. I figured that was something that was not mentioned. I didn't but, figure it was. But, you know, of course, the government and some Leos just don't really like to do their job. Not saying all of them don't like to do their job, but there are some Leos that rather be a little bit lazy and less interactive with people that are different than and not interact with people that are different than them because they just feel like people with disabilities have a different ability where they can't do something and that's just wrong they need to understand that just because you're a cop and you can stand and shoot straight does not mean that a person with a wheelchair can't figure it out because i'm sure there are people very smart in wheelchairs like mindy herself here over here where am i pointing over here like mindy is very smart she'll be able to use a gun she knows how she'll be able to handle it with grace and with the ability no not to use it and when to use it so people like mindy over here should be able to have that option but there are some law departments that just really and are sluggish and slow. And yeah, I, I don't think that's right. Yeah, that is a very uh, arbitrary discriminatory case right there. And I would probably definitely make a call maybe tomorrow about that and, and file for that case. And However, where do you draw the line on handicap issues, for example, emotional or intellectual disability carrying guns or not? And if so, who decides this? Um, For me, I would say that... Handicapped, if you're like Mindy, for instance, Mindy is fully functional, right? Yes. She knows up, down, right, wrong, 2 plus 2, 2 minus 2, 420 plus 69 equals a good time. Hey, hey. you know, uh, anybody with that intellectual ability to know these things should be able to own one. The case would be people, for an example, who have severe, severe, like mentally I guess, to a better point, severe autism where they're not functional or people that are not able to comprehend things, yeah, should not own a gun. People that are either convicted felons or do not understand when and how to use these tools. And I'm not saying guns, I'm saying tools because they 
aren't only just weapons that you can use for hunting and stuff, but they are tools for self-defense. So when you're defending your home, you can own this because it's your Second Amendment right. So when when you put somebody in a situation that is not able to handle a weapon automatically, let's say somebody with severe disability that has that is lower functioning anybody that's like lower functioning should not be able to have one um shouldn't be able to get one now for those who decide it i really can't think of anybody better but the people that are going to try to train people what you should be able to do is here's my idea if you're gonna get a permit for or be able to get a gun before you own one you need to get trained and then when you go to that training the trainer who should be trained and fully fledged trained by leos that know what the hell they're doing and know exactly what they're doing to the full extent that there's going to be no whoopsies then have them show the id run the background and say okay we're going to do a background scan and if it comes back that this person which again you can't get into classified information so therefore it's going to be a little hassle but the records should show something that if they are not capable of doing it then they are immediately dismissed that's how i feel but i don't know how we would get the money to fund it i don't know who would decide this it, it could be all up in the air for for all i know yeah. and and a lot of these you know these are kind of very very low i guess ideas that are just that may not even be the right ideas but something i have to throw out and it doesn't seem like it's a case that comes up very often it's not it's it's a very few and far between thing you know because with my disability i got extremely lucky Mm -hmm. you know i could be a lot worse physically than i am there are Mm -hmm. people that you know like a quadriplegic for for example somebody that's paralyzed from the neck down that doesn't have any use of their arms or their hands obviously should not have a gun is not physically physically capable they might be mentally capable of doing it but physically they don't have the capability which granted that's not their fault but it's an no. automatic disqualification yeah but then there'll become another question to like scott said who would decide this so because automatically you you know that a lot of classified information like health uh, policies like the freaking doctor's notes and stuff are very private and very kept sacred and therefore cannot be deemed used unless it's something that is possibly going to help or be used in the court of law, then we would have to then find a way to establish information from the doctors, whether how this person would be deemed capable or incapable of owning a firearm for any reason, whether it's hunting or self-defense or whatever, mm-hmm. mostly self-defense in this case, then how would that person's medical record or record show that this person or may or may not have a disposition that would alter that person's mind in he or she's thinking pattern in a situation that would potentially or possibly could be life or death and how would this person be able to make that rational quick decision rationally reasonably without just trying to pick up the gun and thinking everybody's going to go after that person would they be able to rationalize real life danger or would they see that okay somebody running at them and not realizing that it could be their friend running up to say hi to them and possibly their minds get 
get into a position where or a sense of thinking that they're in danger so they have to draw and accidentally hurt their friend right. which in a case would be pretty much a accidental homicide or whatever you want to call it an accidental murder case be brought against them then how would they be able to use a tool like the doctors and and you know not IQ tests but logic of thinking and rational thinking be able to be open for people that are willing to train people for guns whether it's rifles handguns you know whatever the case may be or even concealed carry or open carry there needs to be a little bit more of kind of I, I guess I hate to use this word but a little bit more openness with medical teams and gun trainers maybe I'm not saying that every document should be open but at least if you're going to take a test to own a firearm you should at least be able to have the open file of that person that you're asking that's asking you to be trained will that person be able to decide yeah and they would they would have to sign a hipaa waiver that requests specific lists of medical uh practitioners provided the uh, relevant background information. You are right. They would have to cite a HIPAA case, yes. which in itself, I think would be a good idea. And if, and I know a lot of people are going to say, but Romeo, that sounds like a preposterous, dumb idea, stupid idea. But here's my reasoning for this. I think that if we have these kind of things, like the little HIPAA secrecy, that's all they need in order to help people be able to get what they want, which is have their second amendment, not be infringed. Yeah. Yes, they might need to go through a little more hoops, but not taking away guns in total because taking away guns is just a stupid reinforcement that is in fringe of second A, which I'm really totally against in all forms. But there needs to be a little bit more transparency. Yeah, you're right. Transparency. And it has to be this way because the way that it should be is if you're American, you should own one. But are you able to make coherent, rational decisions? in a split second that may or may not help you or somebody around you or benefit you and will you be able to do it and know exactly when you're doing it when should you or should you not do it and are you medically cleared for it transparency is everything and scott's using that big boy word again transparency jeez look at scott go he he's actually starting to sound smarter than me and you know that kind of kind of ties into it's like the the hoops that a person like me has to jump through to be able to drive a vehicle. Mm -hmm. I have to have a physical every single year done by my doctor and my doctor has to sign off on the fact whether he thinks yes or no I am physically, mentally, emotionally capable of operating a motor vehicle safely. I wish we we could do this to all liberals and I know 99% of liberals would never ever agree to this but we need to have them have like an IQ test, uh, HIPAA little agreement to get tested for every single thing that they want to do and just make them do that because yeah. now more than ever guess what we will know and separate the sheep from the, the actual patriots the actual americans mm-hmm. we'll know who at the end of the day will want the job or not and if they don't like it well then i guess you're not going to be qualified to drive or think for yourself if you can't check off yes i can think for myself without watching cnn then congratulations you have no use to be in the environment today or be rationally able to do any driving or any job because you can't think for yourself. Sucks.
And transparency, people, it's a wonderful <laughs> thing. Oh yeah, I'm I'm one of those people that. And I was just joking, by the way. I don't think that would be anything plausible <laughs> that could ever happen. You know, I just want to have the same right as mm-hmm. everybody else. You know, yeah. I want to be treated like everybody else. And just mm-hmm. because I'm I'm physically disabled, I'm physically different than other people. Not everybody, but other people, you know. Like earlier today, I, I went to I, I went to a store in town and I had this shirt on. And you can't read what, what all it says, but there was a woman in this store. And mm-hmm. she looked at me and she looked at my shirt. And she's like, you need to take that shirt off in this store or anywhere in public. And I'm like, why? She's like, well, that's kind of an advertisement that makes it sound like you're proud of who you are and the way that you are. And I'm sorry, but the way that you are should be hidden and not seen. And you should be ashamed that you live that way. Jesus. Oh, my and Lord. And for, for those that can't see it, this was made specifically for me. And it says beautifully different. She didn't, this woman did not like this. She said that it was an advertisement showing the world that I'm proud of something that I should be ashamed of. And I said, I am proud of the way I am. I'm proud of the fact that I'm still alive and kicking. And Good girl. I am not ashamed of what I am or how I live my life. I have worked my butt off to get every single thing that I have. There you she, go. She just looked at me like, you have the audacity to speak to me like that? I said, yes, ma'am, I do. <laughs> Well, no, what you should have said is, and you have the right to speak to me as a stupid person who does not comprehend the fact that my life matters just as much as yours. Right there is another example of a Karen. And people who are so full of righteous opinions that they don't give a or a hoot and holler of whose opinions or who they the other person is, that right there is just disgraceful. And I would have just turned right up and said, Karen, did you take your meds today? Are you BC's confused? Because obviously you got a lot of problems. You should be more worried about your problems and your mental health more than mine. And I'll pray for you. God bless your little soul. I kind of went one better than that. I have a phrase that I use a lot with. Um, Is it appropriate? Can Are you able to say? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. OK, go ahead. Um. And I've used this. My my father actually taught me this when I was a small child. Mm hmm. And I carry it with me to this day, and I've used it I don't know how many times. And I just looked at her, and I said, look, lady, no disrespect whatsoever. But just because my legs don't work like yours do does not mean that my brain and my mouth don't work. Oh, I bet that shut her up. The, the two people working behind the counter of the store, were they, they were watching and listening to this whole thing. Ouch. And um, I was on a video call at the time, but I had my mic muted because there was a lot of noise in the store. Uh And they both looked at me. They looked at her. And one of them, a lady that I'm very good friends with, looked at this woman and said, "Um, are you all done with your business in the store? Because I think it's time that you leave. And this woman's jaw just kind of hit the floor and like, but she she disrespected me and uh the other guy behind the counter said no you disrespected her first she had every right to stand up for herself first amendment and (laughs) everybody that was in the store kind of applauded me after she left like 
Bravo, way to go. Scott says the person who made that comment is severely behind the times and her comments could be considered discriminatory. I don't know. I, I guess to discriminatory maybe, but I hate using that word because that word's thrown out. I would say just very in, immature, maybe more than discriminatory, and but disrespectful. Very in, in conflict of the First Amendment. I don't know how that in the First Amendment would conflict, but plus there's no use of fighting words. Well, I, I get it, but you know, at this point, you just gotta. There was several I, other thoughts that ran through my mind that I wanted to say, but there's a few that I'm thinking of right now. But I, I'm they not. managed somehow. They managed to stay inside the brain and not fall off the mouth. <laughs> wow, that's probably a very good thing, maybe. <laughs> yeah, very good thing. <laughs> very good thing. And you know, normally when there's there was another thing that happened on the way to the store. Um, normally I can, you know, crack jokes at myself and laugh about my situation because if I don't laugh about my situation, sometimes I go absolutely bonkers. You know, Mm -hmm. I make, I make, I make jokes about myself and being in a wheelchair and everything Mm -hmm. else. Well, you know, I've been kind of dealing with some other stuff and just not really feeling the humor today. Mm -hmm. And there's. I was getting ready to cross the, I was at a, at a crosswalk, I'm getting ready to cross the highways and the traffic cleared off. And this guy pulled up in a pickup beside me with his 10 year old daughter. And I know he was trying to be funny and he was trying to be sarcastic. Uh-huh. But today it just rubbed me the wrong way. What he said, he said, you know, those crosswalks are made for a reason. You're supposed to walk across the street, not ride. And I'm just, normally I would have a wisecrack. I, I'd fire right back with something equally as sarcastic and funny but like i said today i just wasn't feeling it and it really got under my skin and you know there are days where i i feel like cracking jokes and then there are days where i'm just not um just don't feel it yeah and there are some days where uh i will feel it and i won't feel it and normally a lot of my viewers know that i do make a lot of if in the polite terms fa to fo jokes but then there'll be days where i'm just kind of right behind my time and as the organic word for scott is behind the times i guess wow that just <laughs> makes me feel really not old and scott should be up here nagging on me for the times of the yes, old times anyway well scott obviously wants to hide today which is beyond me why but okay there are days where I will crack jokes and there are days where I won't do it. But there are times where I know that there are things that should be said in certain situations and then things where I just know I have to bite my lip because it's not going to be worth the fighting battle. Mm-hmm. That, again, is called the pick and choose battle. There are some people who, just like animals, we have these instincts. It's called fight or flight. Some fly and some fight. And then there are the very rare occasions where you get the kind of people that are just really bring it on kind of, or what's the polite term, F-A-F-O kind of people that really are the ones that you will mess around and you will find out very quickly what they're all about. And those are the kind of people you don't want to pick with. So even those kind of people, they still have to learn when to choose to say words and when not to choose to say words. And it's really sad because a lot of people don't know that you open your mouth, you don't know which person you're going to get into it into yeah. it with. You might walk up on somebody like me 
and shove me, I'm going to look directly back at you and say, what's your problem? And you might get some of those guys that are just partially, uh, I guess you call them the fighters that are the FAFO kind of people. Uh-huh. And I, I know a lot of you guys want to know what the real meaning means. So it's a play way of saying, find out, mess around and find out. It's a M-A-F-O, M-A-F-O game. Mess around and find out. There are a lot of those kind of people there. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's lucky that you weren't able to knock her blocks off. But fighting isn't always the best thing. No. So, yeah, you kind of, you know, with both situations, you handle it with grace, which I applaud you for. But, that you know. always happen. <laughs> does not I, always I, happen. <laughs> seems like lately there's been a a flock of them idiots flying around everywhere. I mean, wow. But yeah, Scott, can you please come up, bro? I want to talk to you. I know this is kind of out of the ordinary and maybe uncalled for, but I have a small request from from mm-hmm. you and your all your viewers. Mm-hmm. Personal request. Sure. I have a, I I have a pretty major surgery coming up in a few days. Mm-hmm. And I would just appreciate all of the good vibes and positive vibes and prayers and thoughts that I can get. We will definitely do that for you, Mindy. Dressing me out. And I just, I, I would, I, I hated to ask, but I would appreciate Don't it. ever hate to ask something like that. That that should be asked. Because well, I don't like to sound family. selfish, though. I'm not the type that's of person not- to sound selfish, though. So. Does that really sound selfish to you? I mean, Kinda that's... Good. How does that sound selfish? Okay, whatever. I mean, look at Scott. He's caused me a lot of stress and emotional damage. So, I, know, right? I mean, God, honestly, he's he's being being antisocial. Oh, look, he finally joined us. <laughs> Guilt Maybe he's work. Yay! And I hope my hair's not falling out. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes. Yes, we can hear you. See you. Do you hear any echo, Scott? A little bit, but not much. How's how's it on my side? You sound fine. Yeah. Good. But, uh, yeah, I was following you guys on Facebook or uh, YouTube earlier and that feed. And, you know, you you bring up a lot of points. By the way, Mindy, I want to say, obviously, good luck on your surgery. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yes. And good luck for me not get, having Scott give me more gray hair. <laughs> Too late. Wishful thinking. Yeah. That's a daily thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, Romeo is the one who gives me gray hair. I'm going to have to go through his show and uh, get it set up for uh, syndication later tonight. That always gives me gray hair. <laughs> well, it's a two-way street, bro. So just yeah. remember that. Who gets gray first will be the winner of the race. <laughs> I thought you were trying to do a meatloaf impression. He's dead. I That's bad taste. No, seriously, I was... Jumping back to your conversation you're going to, uh, Mindy, that lady really uh, was was in the wrong totally and yeah. that in the store. And I'm glad the people in the store had the good taste and legality. I mean, it's a private place that they let the public go into anyway. Yeah. And they don't have to, even if her ta- even if her comments were in good taste or if they were legally protected like your shirt is. Uh, I don't know, Romeo, uh, I... I had to get uh, the studio going on my side. Did you tell the listeners uh, what the shirt looks like? Um, no, it's well. Mindy described it. it said beautiful. It's different. Beautifully right. different. 
And all it has is the picture of a person, presumably in a wheelchair, superimposed over a heart. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'm naive, but uh, I don't see any fighting words there that would cause this lady to go ballistic unless she was prejudiced against people with physical disabilities and mobility issues. And that's exactly it. She said that by me having the mindset that even though I'm different, I'm beautifully different. I'm not ashamed of who and what I am. She's like, that is wrong. That it, you should be ashamed. Apparently either you or your parents didn't do something right for you to be the way that you are. And you should be ashamed of that, and you should want to hide that from the public. Yeah, that thinking went out with the 60s and 1950s and beyond that. Uh, um, Mindy, can I ask you a, a question? Did you remind her that uh, that kind of tolerance or that kind of thing has been long gone and the 60s called and they want her back in the right day and age? I'm so sorry, I had to go there. I, I, I thought about it, but, you know, I caused her jaw to drop enough with what I did say to her. <laughs> and I was completely and totally respectful. I didn't call her any nasty names, although there were a few that were running through my head. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't cuss at her. I didn't, you know, I thought I was very respectful. Can you imagine if you would have said something, uh, uh, you know, really snarky, like, gee, with your attitude, I'm glad I'm not... I probably would have been our show, folks. We're getting cancel culture now. All thanks to Scott, cancel culture will hit us harder. No, no. If I would have said something like that, I probably would have been calling somebody for bail money. Uh, and I would have not been obliged. I would have stayed out of that one. Thanks. But Scott, going back to the few questions and conversations that we jumped back to, you know, I was kind of thinking more about your questions on who would fund it who would support it and how would this be able to work beneficial for not violating our rights but also helping more to elaborately put it nicely protect the second a amended amenders mm-hmm. and well, that's here, hard yeah well here's the kicker anytime you put the government in charge of evaluating some situation and for people to participate or not that's dangerous because it is you know every time i mean as mindy maybe you you've heard this too uh the government has been in charge of providing the legal definitions it's always been a for some situation like that it's always been a problem providing the medical definitions it's always been a problem Yep. providing the the buy-in uh, of members of Congress to enact it. It's always been a problem because they all have these uh, special interest groups sure. that are pressuring them, pressuring them to, oh, just forget about this particular side. Oh, forget about this particular side, you know. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, 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 and the red tape that we have to go through is just already ridiculous. And Scott, you know, Realizing now that our government cannot be trusted in any sort of form, even with our, for instance, our gun rights, how can we trust our government to ensure not just our rights as American citizens not be violated, but also our second A rights not be violated, but also our second A remains secure and is able to be 
again, established as a tool, not a weapon to be okay. used against people. Alleged. I, that's why I said alleged weapon as not to be used in the wrong time or wrong place and be able to use that when it should be okay to use it and not to be okay. How can we trust our government with especially a potato head right now running in office? I mean, I'd rather trust a bag of potato chips, not sponsored by chips, by the way, but I'm just saying. (laughs) You, you, You really can't. Uh, and that's part of the problem. I mean, the government gets reactionary. I mean, you look at what's going on now, and they are just not just reactionary to, I mean, it's two layers now. They're getting reactionary to Trump and what allegedly he supposedly encouraged in the past. But now because of the- Allegedly. Yeah, but the re, because of the recent gun violence, that's having a negative halo effect on the discussion. And now everybody like that is becoming the bad guy. Uh, Scott, so, I love you because you just brought up a point. Oh, good. <laughs> not I, a pencil, I, not a pen, but a point. I try to get one a day. God, that sounds like a personal problem. Um, never mind. Yeah, anyway, so Scott, you brought up a good point because you you're looking at the Democrats. What are they doing right now? They're so smoke screened, head knee deep in in the bull malarkey of January 6th that they're not only trying to target allegedly Trump for what supposedly he did not do, which we all know he did not do, but allegedly he did it by the Democrats' guilt of their viewpoint that they – do you really think honestly that they're going to really care about the Republicans' viewpoints? No, and here's why. Number one – we're right. We're, we're privileged. The Democrats, even if we come up with a good idea, guess what they're going to do? They're going to just shoot it down and say, no, 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 no. That is that is that is privileged. Y'all are a bunch of nut jobs. And then again, we're back to square one. Mm-hmm. Talking to the Democrats is like talking to, I guess, another brick in the wall. Pardon the Pink Floyd pun. But yeah, I had to. Well, you, uh, along those lines, um, would you like to hear the results of a poll we put out last week that uh, sure. talk about uh, exactly that, what people are thinking about the uh, hearings going on in Washington, D.C.? I would love to see it. Okay. Uh, and it was allowed people to put multiple um, percentages in or multiple responses. Most everybody agreed that this is a grandstanding effort by the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Uh, about a third of the people said uh, we'll eventually determine a security failure is a witch hunt, an attempted coup uh, should not have ever taken place because Trump actually said stand back and stand by Yep, and flopped. But most, I mean, most, and I'm going to post this at rightwithmedia.net, but most everybody agrees that it was uh, a grandstanding effort by the Democrats. How did we not know that? That's what, uh, and this was advertised on uh, rightwithmedia.net and our Facebook group, you know, purely not random, but uh, whoever wanted to put in. And it's kind of funny because that's what it is. In fact, a lot of the uh, tears. One and two uh, journalism uh, outlets are saying that it's all television. It is. 
And what people might not get about this is that Trump can't be tried again. He basically could try to sue the Democrats for wrongly incriminating three times when he has supposedly, allegedly beaten three accusations or two, excuse me, pardon me, two accusations against him. Now he can't be tried the third time, if I'm correct. Well, you are, but here's the kicker. What the Democrats will try to do, and I, first of all, I've got to clarify, I'm not a lawyer. Neither am I. Right. I just said that I'm not. Yeah. But what they will probably try to do is say, oh, well, this is a different level of uh, accusation, a different type of accusation, and therefore it's a new accusation. Well, then here's the problem. If it's a alleged new accusations, then what are the different charges? Because you've already tried to charge him with insurrection and terrorism one and two times. What are your third charges? Him not giving well, you a freaking participation trophy on school day? What, did you miss your crayon days where you get to lick the orange Trump crayons that you so miserably hate so much? That is or the white cranes that are racist. I mean, what what do you want here? What what do you Democrats want? Are you guys just mad that your mommy and daddy or your your dad's sister, which is your mom's, which is basically your, your dad's wife, which would be your mom, the inbred way of politically incorrectly saying your inbreded family didn't give you enough attention during the years of your life? Are you missing something here? Like what 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 charges are you going to bring up against Trump? And where where are they where are the receipts? That is the bigger question. But go ahead Scott, what were you going to say? They're going to weasel their way out of it and um you know I think somebody once said if you want somebody to argue anybody can do it. If you want somebody to argue and make sense, get a lawyer. They'll have lawyers and it will make sense. The kicker is Uh, That's kind of ironic. If you get a lawyer and they put things into context, yeah, people will probably listen. But right now, the America, I was reading one of the articles about it, but the uh, impacts of the hearings, people are getting bored with this continued attack of Trump. They are. And and I see it because Mark Dice was even talking about how uh, Matt Al was getting all butthurt about it and how uh, what's the person of color's name on MSNBC that is now trying to culture appropriate a blonde woman because she hates herself so much that she wishes she was a blonde lady. I mean, for the love of God, everybody knows that this whole Trump BS is as bogus as his impeachments. There's no plausible charge. And even twice, the lawyers were doing this twice. They dealt with this twice. I think right about now, if I was anybody's lawyer, I'd say, you know what? We're not going to do this. I'm not involved. Because your impeachments or your your lack of brain power really frightens me. Your lack of being able to do anything really makes me kind of question, should I be suing you or wasting my time? But go ahead. Well, that's going to be the interesting thing. Thing, uh, will Trump sue back for this uh, infringement? And, you know, they're u- again, like you said, they're using the same criteria as the impeachment. But what they're doing now is kind of curiously clever. 
they're trying to say, oh, we're going to attack you uh, and allege that you instigated or uh, incited the January 6th uh, event. Or, and if you did, well, that's going to ins- uh, say that uh, that's going to back up anything we allege on the um, you trying to steal the election. And oh, by the way, because of uh, the allegations of you trying to steal the election, uh, even though you just said a bunch of stuff and you really didn't do anything illegal, uh, that's going to have impact about uh, the January 6th event. I mean, it's like they're using what they call in logic a faulty premise to justify a faulty conclusion. And can I, in two ways. Well, can you bleep this out and leave this part in? I have to say this is a cluster. Hey, I did it without using the other word. Good job, Romeo. It's a cluster. Yeah. It, it's basically they're using the same argument that they've already used twice, but this time instead of just two, using two arguments, they're using pile of pile and pile and pile of boo. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Boy, when did they stop? I mean, God, can you imagine how much cornflakes they have to pick out of their little chunks of poo to, to just put all little puzzle pieces of poo cornflakes together to come up with one good probable cause of Trump needing to be in prison? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine just just sitting there with rubber gloves, picking corn chunks out, trying to make this like a puzzle piece, like a Rubik's cube? I don't know why the Democrats would ever think of doing this. But well, that's <laughs> the other thing. Uh, a lot of people are saying that they are just very vindictive and they're trying to, um, you know, badger Trump into uh, submission. And uh, you know, it's like the old uh, in Julius Caesar when uh, one of, one of the guys who uh, killed him says, "I came not to hear." at Caesar's funeral to bury or to uh, praise him, I came to bury him. I mean, they want to bury Trump. That's all there is to it. Well, obviously, then there's another problem. They aren't burying Caesar. They're burying themselves mm. in a very slow way. Think of the Democratic Party as like the Titanic. We know that party was very strong for a while. And yes, I know Scott's getting very bored of my theories. No, no. no. I, I my, no. from an injury I had a few weeks ago, I've, I've been on uh, muscle relaxants, so I'm, I'm kind of, in fact, I just got up from a little nap or else I... Are you okay, though? Earlier. I'm, I'm better, but... Uh, do we I, need I, to talk about this off-air, or yeah. do I already know about it? Yeah, you, you know about it, but... Uh, you will oh, yeah, okay, later. never mind. Um, but, no, just think of the Democratic as the Titanic, right? They hit an iceberg, which was the impeachment, indictments, the uh, first trial of January 6th, supposed alleged insurrection or little erection that they get insurrection, erection, whatever <laughs> heck they get out of this. Some, I mean, some of them may be getting erections from uh, the proceedings. I, I, I don't know. You know, that's, uh, <laughs> are you a Democrat that has a hard time keeping it up? When you think of how much you hate Trump, there's a pill for you called the insurrection erection pill. That's right. If you call now, you could get one bottle for free. And no, it is not white or orange. It is black because that's right. In Insurrection, erection, pills, black pill lives do matter, and especially since we're a democratic bunch of numbnuts who don't know what the heck we're doing. But we still think we can create or comprehend things. And do please note that we are not responsible for any insurrection or erection problems you may have or experience due to these mild but very slow symptoms. But if you call now, go ahead. My friend Scott here will have a better offer. Take it away. 
way, Scott. Much a better offer. Not just a better offer, but a warning. Also, participation and use of the insurrection hearing pill may also cause severe delusions. Also, loss of reality and eventual loss of Democratic viewers and votes. Belief of Joe Biden. And you may believe Joe Biden is the greatest potato ever to exist. I mean, well... That's total delusion. Yeah, that's... that's And delusions. But call now. You buy one, get one free. Mileage and various may handle. Shipping and handling may not be included. And we do warn you that this should not be used under the age of 18. Uh, Please handle with your own responsibility for your own illusions that this pill may cause you. Back to the show. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> thank you, Bob, for that great uh, little five-second segment there. Okay. That was beautiful. I, I think that was, like, we gotta keep that in there, Scott. Yeah. That was so beautiful. The insurrection erection pill. <laughs> God, people are gonna start calling that number and be like, hey, I'm looking for that pill. Oh, what show are you listening to? We've gotta do a parody for that, I think. <laughs> we've gotta, I'm gonna we've make got, it. Yeah. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> you hang around us long enough, Mindy, you will find out. Us Republicans Republicans have a very good sense of humor, unlike the delusions that, you know, the Democrats tend to have. Are you a Democrat? Oh, God, please, Bob. One more. Yes, Romeo, we have to, because Shaniqua was fired, and I am now your manager in a world of illusion. Oh, God. Bob, is this a freaking movie? Yes. In a world of illusion, where the January 6th erection, insurrection happened, where Democrats think Biden is the greatest. This January 6th no erection? Oh, my God. <laughs> Where delusions, gender confusion happens in a world of fictionality. Democrats, a movie coming near you. The horror film of the world coming to, well, let's just say, as Walter Cronkite would say, that would be how the cookie crumbles in their illusion of a world. The Democrats' delusion in a movie near you, where you can be confused just as much as anybody about what the heck that movie is really about. Because we have no idea. We're just told to promote it or we're not, you know, we're not a Biden supporter. Oh, God, I, I quit after this. I, I've been doing it for 60 freaking years. I'm tired of this. Anyway, uh, the illusion of Democrats coming to a movie near you, rated R and XX, and language is very heavy. God, are we done now, Bob, with all these stupid commercials? Anyway, <clears throat> great two commercials that we should definitely have in our show that might get us knocked, but it's worth it, right, Scott? Mm-hmm. Scott's like, yeah, I don't like that idea. <laughs> No, I like He's that idea. Really just, hard to laugh, though. Yeah, and, and you know what makes degree, it funnier is that some small, de- no, small degree of pers- professional detachment. Hey, but you know what? For honesty, that would be a very good movie because I would be just as confused about what really the movie's about as much as they're gender confused. Oh wait, we can't say that. Shoot. <laughs> well, there goes our ratings, ladies and gentlemen. This was a great ride on the uh, right wing media show while it lasted. I mean, all thanks to Romeo for dipping on that one. He made that. <laughs> Obviously clear. Oops. Blame Scott. Scott <laughs> taught you. me so well. Yeah, convenient target. But you see, I, ironically enough, that's what Trump is too. He's a convenient target. And, you know, I hate to say it, but he did something recently that kind of scares me. Uh, on his uh, tr- Truth Social, if uh, he, and I assume it's him, uh, but if you write anything about the hearings, <laughs> you'll be banned off his, the platform. That scares me that they're actually going to that degree. <laughs> I don't think... Uh... Elon Musk is not allowing that on Twitter. I know he's allowing that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, well, I wonder what's going to happen when we start talking about it now. There goes our ratings. Oh, yeah. Straight up. Straight up.